Um, so I'm a lay. My pronouns are they, them, or he, him. More like he, him these days. Let's just say he, he him today. Um, I'm currently based in Asheville, North Carolina on unceded Cherokee land. Um, I just moved here three months ago from DC though. So that's part of how my life has changed in the pandemic. Um, the question was how has COVID changed your life? But I feel like that question means the pandemic. It's not considering the fact that you might've got COVID, but I also got COVID. (laughs) So I tested positive on... April 20th, approximately. Pretty sure it was that day. It's all a fuzzy haze of a memory. Um, And 2020, they didn't think I had COVID. I had had night sweats overnight and they were like, you don't have a fever right now. You broke your fever. You're fine. Like basically like gaslighting me like you're a wuss. And I was like, fuck you, do the test. (laughs) I feel like hell, let's just do the thing. Um, So they did it. My doctor called me the next morning. By the time I woke up, I had a voicemail from her that I tested positive, and I, I, it was terrifying. Um, I lived alone, which you know was good because I'm pretty sure I didn't give it to anyone. Um, but I know one to take care of me, <laughs> so I was just alone. Um, I mean. I basically had, this was Tuesday morning, and I basically lost my sense of taste by Saturday. So I don't remember what I ate that first week. I remember it was awful. (laughs) Like, a human has to eat, so my body by like 4 p.m. would be like, feed me, and I'd be like, I can't taste. I have no energy to cook. Like, I could barely stand up and get to the bathroom. And I had a studio apartment, so it was really close. (laughs) Um... I don't remember what I ate. I tried to make popcorn, which is like generally a fun comfort food in quarantine, like Netflix and chill. And like, it sucked. Like popcorn's not a fun texture. Like I couldn't taste. So it's just like not eating, which is pretty weird for me. So then I eventually got some naked smoothies ordered on Whole Foods Prime app or whatever. And um, fuck Amazon, but... And I loved that make it mango naked smoothie. That shit saved my life. Like I was like, oh, it's the only thing. Like, and it was literally the texture because I couldn't taste. Um, so it was just like calories. It was kind of filling and it just like went through my body and it was good enough. Um, I also tried to force myself to drink these naked green smoothies, which sucked. Like the texture sucked and I probably didn't need to worry about greens at that point in my life, but I just didn't understand. I have been working with a nutritionist for over a year. I was like, Sam, what do I eat? She's like, I don't know. I was like, so useless. Um, (laughs) So, you know, the hardest part was just like my friends and family needing comfort that I was okay, but I was like, actually not. People would be like, call me if you want to talk. I'm like, I can't talk. Like I literally couldn't breathe. (laughs) So it was wild. It was a rough week, a rough two weeks, rough three weeks. Um, And it's been almost a year since I tested positive and I still can, uh, I don't want to say barely breathe, but I'm sitting and talking and getting out of breath. I just had acupuncture done to try to help my breathing um, because like no doctor knows what to do. Like, I was prescribed a $200 inhaler that I can't afford because I don't have health insurance because I moved in the pandemic. So that was a pretty spiritual experience. 
Um, just like trusting and surrendering in God and just being like, I'm going to be okay. Like this shit's scary. And if I'm not, that's my time too. Like a lot of like surrender, like letting go, like this is the height of COVID in the U S like this is when everyone's terrified. Everything's shut down. People are dying. No one knows what's going on. None of my doctors can help me. (laughs) And I was forced to have like daily phone calls with them. They would try to make me use this terrible web app and they'd always be late and I would have to constantly touch my phone so I could just like keep it going or else it would time out. And I would be like, this is wrong. And they'd be like, it's COVID. I was like, I know, but like, what do I do? And like whatever symptom, I had digestive symptoms towards the end, um, still ongoing. And they'd be like, like, I don't know why they weren't just like, take Pepto-Bismol. Like, why didn't they tell me smart shit? (laughs) There was a lot of gaslighting also in that situation. Um, So (sighs) medical care wasn't the best. Um, I never got hospitalized, which was good. Um, It was also the time when you couldn't get pulse ox readers. So I didn't ever know. And I think I might have been hospitalized if I had known. I was forced to take a lung test after a week or two of bed rest. And um, my dad refused to drive me. He was in town for a day and he was too scared of getting COVID. So I had to walk. It was like illegal for me to like take a cab or Uber because I could like infect the person. (laughs) And when I got there, my, my pulse ox was pretty low. I was on the border of getting sent to the hospital. And that was like two weeks out. So I just wonder what it was like a week into having COVID. Like, where was my breathing really? It gives me anxiety talking about this. Like, I know I'm okay now, but I haven't really processed it still because so many people are still so anxious about the virus that no one can hold space for me. So I just sit alone with this experience mostly right now. Everyone starts talking about themselves really quickly. Like, I literally will tell someone I had COVID. They'll go, I think I had it too. And I'm like, okay. I know in time, it'll like begin to be like less a tender part of me. But right now it's still very like, I don't get the chance to talk about it. And I guess I keep it in. And I just wish people would stop telling me that you can get COVID twice. Like, that's so rude. Like, have you gotten it once? Like, shut up. Like... (laughs) Like they don't realize the traumatic experience that it was to hold this virus that everyone is deathly afraid of. And I had had top surgery. I'm trans. I'd had top surgery like four and a half months before I got the virus. So I always had this feeling that I was susceptible or vulnerable because my body was still barely recovering. No one knows, but someone else did say when I told them recently, they were like, oh yeah, your immune system was still like so down. So... That was a hard experience because because of top surgery, my chest was really tight already. So then they were like, is your chest tight? I was like, yeah, but. <laughs> so it was a really unique experience. There's just like obviously no doctor in the U.S. that had worked with a patient before me that had had top surgery and COVID. There, and so my breath was already really shallow after top surgery because like the lungs were compacted from the surgery. So it was a really wild experience. And I'm just glad I don't have COVID anymore and that, you know, I didn't die.